Good morning, folks. It's Monday, August the 17th, and this is a very special episode of Waking Up With Danny, as it is the last, for now, 32 episodes. They just flew right by. December 15, 2014 was the first episode of this little experiment, and you've been there right along with me through my ups and my downs. So before I go on, I'd just like to say, really, Thank you for listening. Friends near and far. And so, without further ado, let's get on with it. Doing things differently today, just a couple of readings before I call it a day. There's an image of Earth that is one of 60 frames taken by the Voyager 1 spacecraft on February 14, 1990 from a distance of more than 6 billion kilometers and about 32 degrees above the ecliptic plane. In the image, the Earth is a mere point of light, crescent only 0.12 pixels in size. Our planet was caught in the center of one of the scattered light rays, resulting from taking the image so close to the sun. This image is part of Voyager 1's final photographic assignment, which captured family portraits of the sun and planets. Look again at that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you've heard of, every human being who ever was lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering, thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines. Every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilization, every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every mother and father, hopeful child, Inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there on a moat of dust suspended in a sunbeam. The earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena. Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that, in glory and triumph, they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of this pixel on the scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner. How frequent their misunderstandings. How eager they are to kill one another. How fervent their hatreds. Our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe, are challenged by this point of pale light. Our planet is a lonely speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark. In our obscurity, in all this vastness, there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is the only known world so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit, yes. Settle, not yet. Like it or not, for the moment the Earth is where we make our stand. It has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character-building experience. There is perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, It underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known.
Carl Sagan, Pale Blue Dot, 1994. Just going to do one more reading here before I close it out. One of my favorite writers and philosophers, his name is Noah Levine, talking about a teaching of Ajahn Chah, something that brings me comfort every day. I hope it does that for you. It's called Glass is Already Broken. Once someone asked a well-known Thai meditation master, they said in this world where everything changes, where nothing remains the same, where loss and grief are inherent in our very coming into existence, how can there be any happiness? That teacher, looking compassionately at this fellow, held up a drinking glass which had been given to him earlier in the morning, and he said, Do you see this goblet? For me, this glass is already broken. I enjoy it, I drink out of it, it holds my water admirably, sometimes even reflecting the sun in beautiful patterns. If I should tap it, it has a lovely ring to it. But when I put this glass on a shelf and the wind knocks it over or my elbow brushes it off the table and it falls to the ground and shatters, I say, of course. But when I understand that this glass is already broken, every moment with it is precious. Every moment is just as it is, and nothing need be otherwise. And we recognize that just as this glass, our body is already broken, that indeed we are already dead. Then life becomes precious, and we open to it just as it is, in the moment that it is occurring. We understand that our loved ones are already dead, our children, our mates, our friends, how precious they become. How little fear can interpose, how little doubt can estrange us. When you live your life as though you're already dead, life takes on new meaning. Each moment becomes a whole lifetime, a universe unto itself. When we realize that we're already dead, our priorities change, our hearts open, our mind begins to clear of the fog of old habits and pretendings. We watch all life in transit, and what matters becomes instantly apparent, the transmission of love, the letting go of obstacles to understanding, the relinquishment of grasping, of our hiding from ourselves. Seeing the mercilessness of our self-strangulation, we begin to come gently into the light that we share with all beings. Taking each teaching, each loss, each gain, each fear, each joy as it arises and experiencing fully. Life becomes workable and we are no longer a victim of life. And even then, every experience and every loss, even of our dearest one, 
becomes another opportunity of awakening. If our only practice in life were to live as though we were already dead, relating to all we meet and to all we do as though it were our final moments in the world, what time would there be for old games or falsehoods or posturing? If we lived our life as though we were already dead, as though our children were already dead, how much time would there be for self-protection and the recreation of ancient mirages? Only love would be appropriate. Only the truth. Yeah, and that's gonna do it for Waking Up With Danny. Hope you've had a fun ride. I know I have. Take care, everyone, and thanks again. Yeah.